January, the Bristol community gathered together at the Victoria Rooms for the Holocaust Memorial Day ceremony in order to commemorate the victims and survivors of one of the worst acts of inhumanity and genocide committed in modern history. I asked Rabbi Natan Levy, the Orthodox Jewish chaplain, what the purpose of the ceremony was. First of all, you're trying to create an event that allows people to connect to what happened, a visceral connection. They should feel as though it's not so long ago, which it's not, and it's not so far away, which it wasn't. Um, and so that's all about the, re the remembrance aspect of things. Yeah? Um, but you don't want them to stop there. Because then it's just like, oh, let's remember this horrible event, and now sort of you push it off, and you move on with your life, and you go back outside, and you're done. It's to get a positive response, a chance to go from remembrance to hope. Like the, like the Lord Mayor was saying, we're trying to move towards something like, what happened then? should never and can never happen again. And when it's happening around the world, we should be doing something immediately about it. Um, so what, what is the uh, theme of this year's commemoration? I gather there's a different theme each year. What is one? This year, it's remember, reflect, and react. Yeah, so why this particular theme this year? Is there a reason behind that? Um, they basically, that's a national chosen theme. It's, so I'm probably it's dealing with these same issues, which is the Holocaust is in and of itself a unique event of horror and evil, but it's not the only event. And so we have to continue to look forward and look around the world on a global stage and say, how can we react to what's happening now in terms of genocide? And how can the Holocaust lead us towards a response towards what's happening now? And that's a reaction to not just a remembrance of the past. Okay. So how do you think we, as a society in 2008, how can we do anything about you know the current atrocities that are occurring in Darfur and the gen the genocides that's still still occurring. Yeah, it seems overwhelming, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. I mean, can we do anything about this? Sort of in the UK over here, what can we do about that? I'm, I mean, things in Judaism, there is a notion that each person has a role in this world that no one else can fulfill. The world has been, in some ways, we we live in a world full of brokenness. But that's the way it should be, and each person can heal one small component. You and I can do something, and you can do something that I can't do, and I can do something that you can't do. So each of us brings to the table another level of healing. I don't know exactly how large of an impact everyone can have, but I think that everyone has a unique impact. Yeah, and if they really were aware of the issues, yeah. and what they're trying to do tonight is to make people aware of the issues. Someone's coming from Darfur to speak about their personal experience. And then there'll be societies there saying, and here's what you can do. You can sign this. You can, yeah. you can get involved in this. And there is what to do, but it takes the individual saying, I can do something to change the world. Mm -hmm. So everyone believes that 
you know, however small the change. Exactly, exactly. We all get together, then we can make a change. Exactly. Great. So why this day in particular? Why it's the 28th of January? Yes. Well, really, it's the 27th of 27th. January, but no one's around on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, 27th of January was when Auschwitz, the probably the most infamous of the camps, was liberated uh, by the Allied army. That moment is being honored, remembered, commemorated here, that, that on the 27th of January in 1945, I think, yeah, those camps were liberated, and, and the people who had spent five, six years in hell, basically, had, were, were for the first time, the gates were opened. And just finally, one last question. Were you pleased by the turnout today? Um, I would love to see the entire university, staff, students, coming together, packing you know, the columns and filling up the place and down the stairs. It hasn't happened yet. No. So each person, like we talked about, is, is special. So I'm pleased with each person who came, but there's always room for, to see next year grow. I came, um, I felt that as a student um, it was good to attend these sort of events, but particularly as a Jewish student I felt that uh, it was particularly important to commemorate my own people. Um, and also uh, highlight the uh, things that are happening now, like in Darfur, and linking that with the uh, Holocaust, so trying not to make it happen again. What do you think should be done um, for those in Darfur and in Kenya? People of this country and other powers in the world have to really pressure their governments to um, get something done on an international level. Um, and uh, maybe more aid and stuff to help the people of Duffel, the victims of this. Davis from the university chaplaincy and asked him why this event was so important. I think it's important because it gives an opportunity to all um, enter into the memory of what happened um, you know, 50, 60 years ago, but also to open our eyes to what's happening around us in the world today and particularly this year we've been thinking about Darfur um, and trying to think of the links between what happened in the Holocaust and the Second World War and what is still going on in the world and often I think we easily condemn what happened in the past. 
but um, <laughs> don't open our eyes and see that the same things are still happening and see how we could play a role in trying to stop them. It's great because a lot of people nowadays, 2008, think that Holocaust, you know, completely irrelevant to today's modern society. Um, so what do you think we should be doing about the situation in Darfur? Um, over the recent years we've seen countless genocides, Rwanda, Darfur, Bosnia. Um, what can we, in the United Kingdom, far, far away, be doing about atrocious acts like this? Can we be doing anything at all? It's certainly easy to feel helpless. And, yeah, there's questions as to how much, as an individual, you can single-handedly change the whole setup, unless you happen to be Prime Minister or something like that. <laughs> but I think there are things we can do. There's, there's organisations like Aegis that's been um, involved in events that are happening today, campaigning organisations that seek to help us be informed so we know at least what's going on. And there's petitions we can sign, there's postcards we can send to our own MP and to, um, and to um, the government to campaign for things to be taken seriously. I mean, it's one of the things that Aegis is campaigning on at the moment is people being sent back to places that are declared safe by the Home Office but aren't actually safe for people returning um, failed asylum seekers. So that's the kind of thing that we can campaign. MPs are interested in knowing what their constituents think and when they're likely to vote for them again. And so campaigning them, lobbying them on those issues can have an effect. So will you please with the turnout today? Yeah, and this is only my second one. Um, I think it was similar to last year's. Uh, it's good seeing the diversity in those who come. Obviously, it's great to have a lot of members from JSOC here, but also other students from within the university, uh, members of staff, members of the senior management team, uh, Lord Mayor, of course, and other people from the city of Bristol. So it's good having such diversity here. The Lord Mayor of Bristol, Councillor Royston Griffey, also had a few comments to make about the importance of the ceremony. It's not only is it vital for Bristol, it's vital for the entire country, if not the entire world, because the principal reason was, was uh, to commemorate the Holocaust, but also atrocities that are being committed since the Second World War and even as we're speaking now. There's atrocities going on in Kenya. So what would you say to those people, especially from, for example, the younger de generations of today, yes. who think that now in 2008 something like this holds absolutely no relevance, of no importance at all well, to our I, society? I would be most angry. Um, and. Uh, invite them to come to a ceremony such as this and, and in fact to be fair a lot of people here today were um, students it's not it's not the only uh, the old fogies who turn up <laughs> it is absolutely uh, essential that uh, people should never forget atrocities whether they were committed a thousand years ago or two minutes ago and uh, I would encourage people to come along to these events every year what should we be doing it's very difficult, of course. It's, it's almost, I think, incumbent now on uh, the international community, United Nations, European Union, and international bodies such as that, uh, if they can, to intervene politically, democrat uh, democratically, um, diplomatically, uh, and finally, which has happened, of course, in some countries, militarily to overthrow a terrible wrong that's being committed against humankind.
we've remembered what has happened and what continues to happen across the world today. We've reflected on what it means for us to be part of a society where these things happen. We're called to react. We're called to be people who make the world a better place, who share in the hope and the desire for peace. Hello.